Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Alright, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 219. Matt, I haven't talked to you in like uh, five seconds. How have you been, buddy? I'm good, dude. I'm good. I'm good. It's been it ha- it's been a it's been a fun uh, been a fun week. Um, we didn't record last week, so we made up a bit this week. Um, we can only apologise for what a low quality episode that we put out. <laughs> oh, I've just realised something as well. We're gonna have to yeah. edit that better than we thought. Um, you said last time you wanted on the the last episode of the year. To do your Hall of Fame stuff, which I've just realized uh, it, Sunday it, it, is actually open... January 1st, isn't it? I'm doing it in the open agenda, Graham, so it'll be fine. But that's January 1st. Are you okay with that? It's fine. Yeah, it's fine, man. Yeah, it's right. fine. Just, just, just checking, just checking. Yeah, I, I kind of figured we'd probably want have stuff to. We haven't I really talked to each other at all. No, I we mentioned... haven't. And when we texted each other, we kind of ignored each other. I mentioned at one point, I got home um, from the mall 10 minutes late, so I was missing the start of the Liverpool game. And I was like, hey, don't, no spoilers. Like, I'm going to catch up. And then you messaged me back two minutes later saying, I can't see any of it. Give me updates. And I didn't see that message for like 24 hours later. And then I just texted back, they won. Yes, I seen the highlights. <laughs> um, I knew you know quite... I knew you would have known at that point, but I felt I yeah. had to respond. The um, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing day, Boxing Day, which I know don't really do in America, but um, here in the UK, it's a big deal with like lots of lots of soccer happening, um, yeah. top league yeah. and everything happening. Mm. The um, the amazing stuff around at our, our house. There, there was a big beer pong tournament going on. Don't worry, more later. Um, <laughs> my uh, but. All the games went Amazon Prime. Um, I heard that. Yeah, they have they have two sets of games a year, and one of them is boxing their fixtures. So mm-hmm. that's fine, but um, but because of where they've got the tree in the front room of my mum's, uh, you can't see the uh, TV uh, very well oh, if you're not no. sitting looking directly at it. That's so we yeah. didn't have the games at all. Um, so we would. So I was. I watched the highlights. I got home. That's fine. But around about half past nine, about nine o'clock UK time, uh, so about two and a half hours after the Liverpool game had finished, I got a notification on my phone which I sent to you um, saying that Liverpool were in advance talk to sign Cody Gakpo from uh, from yeah. Eindhoven. Mm-hmm. Now, he's a great player. He yeah. is a phenomenal yeah. talent. Yeah. Um, 45 minutes later, PSV Eindhoven confirmed the deal was done. Yeah, uh, which I thought was smart move. Um, the really, really funny thing is, is that Gakpo's agent is the same agent as he is for Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag. Um, wow, Ten Hag's they agent get the deal done. And they've been trying for like they six months. They've been trying to get the deal done for six months. Uh, during the World Cup, Man United took them t- um, Gakpo's family out for dinner. Um, as well, uh, and they still couldn't get the deal done. Uh, <laughs> one phone call from Jurgen Klopp, and the deal was done straight away. What does that say? Um, Virgil, how van bad Dijk, Virgil van Dijk might have been talking in his ear over the World Cup. I think that's I very possible. Don't think it needed much convincing, to be fair. And given the injury crisis that we'll have in the front line, probably not a bad signing. And for 
and for Undeclared Fate, this world, it's, it's a bit of a hypocritical thing. Like only 37 million. On current prices uh, for a young talent like that. Um, he we was did. the leading uh, scorer in the, uh, is it Airy Divisier? Is that how you pronounce it? Whatever the Dutch Beautiful top Beautiful pronunciation, was, Graham. There we go. So he was the top scorer last season. He's also currently the top scorer this season. I think he had the most assists last season as well, which if you're the highest scorer and have the most assists, um, yeah, a great talent to have for sure. Um, if... on, um, I'm going to recommend, because I know it came out since we last recorded, um, the, the Christmas Vision. Go check out Morty and Fitch's podcast. I actually gave 12 points to uh, Boxing Day. And the reason I gave Boxing Day was because I said it's the day when all the football games are on. It's the one chance when you get to watch them because you're not at work as well. So, yeah, no, it was the thing for me that was one of the most significant things over Christmas. Yeah, for sure. Uh, to put into a little bit of context for the gamers out there, Graham, and I know the this, um, in that on FIFA, Gakpo is the highest rated player in the entire era division. Wow, I can um, believe that. To a rate of 83, just for context, that's higher than Darwin Nunes. I do like Darwin Nunes. I know he's not scoring right now, but he, but he creates, he, he creates he, havoc he, with that He speed. does so much. He, and I thought you just say on Tekkers, and it's, it feels appropriate thing at the start of the year to start to say this. I like it because he's busy. And when you're busy, you're working. I used to say that all the time, and he'd done the bingo card, and uh, Tanny used to just laugh his head a bit. That wasn't that funny. I thought it was a good thing to say, because if you're busy, you're working. Mm-hmm. But no, you just thought it was funny. Sounds like a Carl Pilkington line, if I if I hadn't known otherwise. Well, I'll take that as a compliment, shall I? I think I will. Take it however you like. Hey, how about we... We really mean... I know from everyone listeners' perspective, we've only been talking for five minutes, but we've been talking for 45 minutes. So how about we get onto some good cop moments? I'm sure we have some in the last from the last 10 days or so. Oh yeah! Oh oh yes! Good. Bad. No guests, but I, I believe you have a guest lined up in January, and we'll we'll try and make a better effort. The problem's going to be, Matt. Um, in during when we had COVID times, it was easy to do Saturdays. Now the boys are doing wrestling and baseball and things. Uh, I think Fridays are going to be a more regular thing for us because we're available then. But yeah, um, anyone who's desperate to get on the show, if you're available Friday evenings around 8 p.m. UK, 3 p.m. Uh, US, uh, hit us up. Uh, I'm sure that might be the easiest way to get on. But hey, oh, that that is 3 p.m. Eastern time. Of uh, course. 3 p.m. Eastern time, of course, of course. Well, Graham, I'm kind of. Um, as we've come to the good cop moments, uh, I, I need to talk about the, the main good cop moment for me, not just of the week, not just of the 10 days, but of my life. Oh, okay. Oof. This is a serious moment. And I got to follow this? Oh my God. Well, well, yes. And I'm, I'm assuming you're going you're gonna to follow it by taking the piss. <laughs> um, I think I already promised somebody that I would. Uh, yes, um, I'm probably giving away my uh, my good cop, my, my best cop moment, moment. Uh, and it's thanks to Chris that I let to do this. Um, at this point, I'm just going to. It is not going to work for my podcast, but I'm just going to do it for for Graham's for Graham's benefit. Oh, you're showing me a sign from your CXW. Oh, you got it signed as well. I yeah, my sign was signed. Um, uh-huh. I went, I went, I, I I made eight signs and then took them to CXW with me. Um, Why didn't you get a poster board? Why didn't you get a cardboard box? Cut it out, and that looks like the cheapest sign I've ever seen. Hey, hey, the other look better. This was one. This was I thought was going to get ripped up, but this one didn't get ripped up. Ripped up. Oh, you uh, said some got ripped up. Okay, yeah, um, and. Most of them, I had one thing, Luna Tricks for Prime Minister. Um, <laughs> because the French couldn't do much worse, could she? 
um, Jackson screwed, as in Jackson Arrow, Jackson yeah. screwed Johnny. He ripped that one up. That was, that was <laughs> such good heel heat. Not that he needs, of course. Uh, he's an absolutely wonderful guy off off camera, of course. We, um, we're actually hoping to have him on the show, Graham, um, in the early part of next year. Um, yes. I also, I also, I also um, had this one, which is um, KJ World Champion check, main eventer check, tag team champion not checked, but I can see he's autographed it on the side. Yeah, I had this. I was sitting in the front row for his match. He stopped, looked at it, like, that sign's amazing. He says because. <laughs> He, uh, I'm not going to spoil um, what happened in the match because it's coming out on the CXW YouTube channel in a few weeks' time. Um, but it's, it's, it's a, but the match is worth your time, I can tell you. Unfortunately, um, one, by following Facebook very closely, those algorithms, as I keep liking every post I see from them now, they appear more frequently. I have seen a lot of the yeah. results from that event, but I will still be watching when I get the chance. This you one, Graham, I can't... Balls. One for the collection, and I think I can see two signatures, at least two signatures. Yeah, we got Vulcan, Vulcan Big Dave signed it. Um, uh-huh. uh, going into the tournament, they had won 20 different uh, tag team championships around the world, uh, which is no mean feat. Um, but as much as it was amazing, as it rings, I remember with my best friend Scott of 20, uh, of 20, how many years now? Oh gosh, you got to do the math. This will be good. Twenty-eight years. We'll be with you in a minute, listeners. Okay, sorry. Twenty-eight years we've been best friends. Uh-huh. Um, and he, uh, I left him. Well, I, I left him front row, and headed across to the announce table and sat alongside Mister Adam Paris, uh, to commentate on Lunatrix and Rudy Root versus, uh, John Torino. And not his normal tag team partner because due to the, due to various travel issues he couldn't make it. He was partnered by the Wonder Kid Johnny Storm. So I got a sitting on commentary and commentate on Johnny Storm as well as uh, Luna Tricks and uh, and Rudy Roots. Luna, of course, we had on, of course, yeah. uh, a couple of months ago, and um, she was amazing. Then she made a Christmas cracker. She was she was so so good. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, we were actually given a, a bit of a plug as I came to sat at the booth. I heard Adam like plug in the podcast. It was brilliant. I want it was wonderful. Um, and I, yeah, I got to call that match. And it was great. Um, I said anytime you need me again, sort of thing, just like you miss out. I'll anytime sort of thing. Sat down, enjoyed the rest of the show. Interval happened, and then I'm looking. I'm just looking. I'm looking towards the entrance way for. Uh, Who's coming for um, the semi-final match to start? And Adam's waving at me. I head across, and I'm like, "What's up? Like, would you mind sitting back in again?" So I sat back in and stayed there the rest of the night. And I called the next match as well, and then I called the main event. <laughs> and I. Never thought I'd get to say that. I called the main. I managed to call the main event of a wrestling show live and in person. Um, I know for a fact that I'm going to be on the uh, on the on the video footage when it comes out on CXW's website because at one point uh, during one of my matches they actually start brawling on the commentary table. 
Um, so Ooh. I'm not saying when, when it happens, but uh, that's a little uh, little teaser for you guys. Not if you not really need to want to go check it out because the is amazing. Um, yeah, you were you're uh, obviously okay, but the uh, the Spanish announcers desk for CXW they were. I was I was fine. Uh, I can't think for my for my co-commentator, but um, it, it was a it was an amazing evening, and it was all made possible thanks to Chris. Um, if I if Chris hadn't done that, I'd had to cancel my ticket because I couldn't have afforded one hundred forty pounds week for Christmas. Yeah, um, that would so, be ridiculous. Yeah, so thanks to my fiance. I got to live my dream of being a wrestling commentator. Graham, I would like you, and I'm aware this is probably going to be a bit of dead air. Um, could you please now just quickly check my Twitter profile? Oh boy! Uh, well, while you're doing that, I'm going to I'm going to tell a quick little story because um, oh. I saw that Parish, uh, the, the, sorry, Paris had mentioned. Um, they started posting things, and so I started looking to see what it was. And um, I said, sounded like a really good show. Um, sounds like everything went well. But I heard um, the commentary was very amateurish, particularly on one particular uh, match. Because you'd already told me you had appeared in a match. So I, I was like that. And he responded back uh, something like, he was absolutely amazing. And actually, he did more than one match. And I said, of course, he was absolutely amazing. So I knew that you'd have done a good job on that. Um, for some reason, I don't know what's the matter with my uh, Twitter right now. I can't find it, Matt. Sorry. Um, I'm searching and it's not coming up. I'm, I've typed in Mad Attack UK and it's not there. So sorry. You're going to have to blow okay. your own trumpet, as it were. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not going to blow my own trumpet, Graham. I'm just going to hold up so you can read it. All right. So let's have a go. Uh, chef, podcast host and producer for AppViz Global Media. Hashtag D and D gaming and Disney nerd. Hashtag brain freeze. <laughs> brain freeze have a. Uh, I love Chris. Hashtag proud. Hashtag we race as one. Oh, sorry, there's wrestling commentator in there as well. Sorry, I missed that part. <laughs> uh, you a... used to remove journalist because that used to be on there. <laughs> no, I, I I I unfortunately had to take out a bit about techers. Um, that's what I took out. Ah, I, I, okay. I, I don't put on there that I'm a that I have media credentials. I'm not allowed to, I'm not to brag too much, <laughs> but no, nah, I uh, I got to live my dream, and that will live with me forever. Even if I never ever call another wrestling event ever again, oh, of course, I, I've done it, and uh-huh. I think I did a good job. I'll let you guys be the judge when it comes out. Obviously, you did because you got called into. I'm not going to say an insignificant match, but you got called into a match. The fact that you were called back into duty for a semi-final, that, that's all the feedback that you need right there. The fact that you were still there at the final, obviously you were doing a good job. I, I didn't doubt it for one second. You can talk wrestling. You probably That's probably things that you've been doing that unofficially, screaming at your TV for years anyway. So it's not something you haven't done before. It's just never been recorded. The nerves... Started to kick in a oh, few times. I was like, I was like, because you know, um, our good friend Simon Powell, for example, he does some fun commentaries before they usually send him the tapes and he commentates over them and sends them back, sort of thing, which is absolute, which is a, a great way of doing it, by the way. Yeah. It's much better because if you need to re record something, it's great. I would have been recorded live and in person, it's a little bit more intimidating, and it's never been more intimidating than when you. You have to like 
because I wasn't doing the 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 play by play. I was doing the 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 I was in the Wade Barrett role, for like a better term. I was doing the I was doing the the, the color the color commentary, um, and that was really fun because I knew I knew bits of certain people as well. They were like, bring that from here, bring that from there. I could talk about my experience as a fan at the event before, and it was. Uh, I'm hoping I get to do another sh another one, especially seeing as they've already they've announced the next show, Graham. Yeah, I saw. Which is on the 18th of March in Chelmsford, which is five minutes walk from a train station, Graham, as well. So provided no strikes, Graham, be much, much easier to get to. Um, it's going to be um, CXW, let's have it. They've created called it Let's Have It. Um, and this is the point where I'm taking full credit for that because I suggested it to him last August. And oh, he name? loved it. That oh, name. And he yeah, loved it. And he loved it. And we could also, can, and they've already been announced that we're going to have Jackson Arrow versus Johnny Storm in a grudge match. We're going to have. Um, the tag team championships defended, and RKJ would also be defending um, the CXW World Championship as well. Can't wait! Can't wait! And Ooh. and the chop party host Rudy Root has guaranteed he will be on Good Cop Bad Cop in the new year. Hey! Nobody will tell him that I messed up his name, right? No, no one's going to mention that. No, I won't, no, we'll, we'll, mention, we'll mention it. It's fine. Whew. Thank you. And of much. course, that means Paris will be back on again. Of course, hey. to, to show again. And we love Paris here. It, it, it's all good. And I do feel like we've we've sort of adopted CXW Graham at this point. Why not? <laughs> that is, the whole point of MGZ eventually show. was uh, Nova Pro, so it would make sense that when you have that thing that you. You go to, and you're. I'm gonna say, you just mentioned it's March 18th. You've got a, you're beaming. You're so excited by that. It's three months away, but that's isn't that great when wrestling can do that to you? And you Front look forward to those out. events. Front row's already sold out. Oof! Did you get your ticket? Yep. Oof! Yep. All right. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, I'm front row regardless. I don't mind. It's okay. Beer, sausage, and wrestling. Fantastic. <laughs> right, Graham. Sorry, you got to follow that. Um, I'll do my best. Um, I've actually can comment on wrestling this week. I've actually watched a lot hey. of wrestling. This is probably the most. It probably helped that we had ten days as well, yeah, uh, rather than seven days. It's helped that it's been a week when I haven't worked a single day, so that's helped as well. I'm gonna guess, Matt. I probably watched twenty four hours of wrestling in the last uh, week. Or week or so. <laughs> so it's that's a lot for me. That's I'm gonna say I've been watching hours a day. Um, yesterday I watched particularly quite a lot and um, yeah I'm going to switch my moments around this wasn't originally this was actually going to be a bad cop moment and but I was going to make it sound like a good cop moment but no I'm just going to go ahead and make it my good cop moment um, I think it's fair to say that I haven't really watched NXT in 2022 um, I think at the point when they rebranded I kind of lost interest didn't think it was as good a product and then didn't invest the time and it kind of dropped by the wayside a little bit. If I could remember, I would try and watch the top 10 moments of NXT. And that was about as far as it went. Now, NXT is not the good cop moment. The one that I actually sat and casually watched, I was flicking through and I needed something to look at while I was sorting through my baseball cards. And I clicked on WWE and I was actually going to click on the, I was going to continue the, the best of WWE, which I talked about on a previous yeah. good cop moment. And instead, I saw Level Up. 
And I was like, oh, let me go ahead. Let me watch Level Up. I think I watched, I thought I'd watched the first one because I remember talking about Roxy was on it. And I was like, oh, and she, but now she's Roxanne Perez. And I remember talking about that particular episode. And as I watched the first one, she wasn't on it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, I think, Matt, yesterday I watched 17 episodes. Um, they're about 30 minutes each. So I probably watched about eight and a half hours of Level Up. Yes, I love it. I was hooked from the first moment. And I think the thing that hooked me was I didn't know a lot of those people. I was like, oh, right. a new person, new person, new person. Now, I think if you watched NXT, you would have recognized some of those names. But the person that came out in, I want to say the first match, first person walked out. I don't remember who it was now. Polite applause, whatever. They're walking into the ring. Um, looked like a wrestler, all good. But the next person that came out, oh my gosh, um, I'm, it's pretty late in the year, but I think this is my wrestler for 2022 already. Um, Ivy Nile. Uh, the crowd obviously knew who she was straight away because they were going, Ivy, Ivy. They were going crazy. But it was like, oh, okay. I'm sitting up. I'm like, what's going on here? They obviously know who this person is. I have no idea who this person is. And um, her skill set, oh my God, she is phenomenal. That dragon sleeper at the end, I was like, whoa, I, I hadn't. Very, very impressive. And that was part of the reason why I kept watching because she appears very frequently. And I was like, all right, so what are they going to do this time? One thing in the, and then she's like on a I can't really compare it to Goldberg. She hasn't had as many wins as that, but unbeaten, 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 unbeaten. I'm like, how, how far is she actually going to go? Um, at the point that I'm at right now, she hasn't lost a single match, except I did watch NXT this morning from uh, the 20th of December. I'm not sure if that's the last. I don't think that's the last episode. I think there's been one more since. Uh, she got pinned. She got pinned by Caden Carter. And that's a definite bonus good cop moment. They had that dragon sleeper locked in. Caden Carter leapt onto the ropes, flipped it over, reversed it, and actually pinned Ivy. And it's one of the best moves that I've seen this year. It was phenomenal. Um, I don't know what her win-loss record is, but Ivy Nile's phenomenal. Um, so many other characters coming through. I was like, no, don't know you, don't know you, don't know you. But then interspersed with that, they'll bring in the, the kind of the NXT bigger names as well. Um, level up's perfect for me. 30 minutes, three matches. You're going to get to see at least six people. As I started to watch it more, I was like, oh, I remember this person from that show. And I remember this person from that show. Um, I can easily see that that's going to be something. I don't think I'm going to watch it every week because I think I'm going to kind of want to binge watch it. But I can imagine in 2023, Matt, probably level up. I can imagine being a good cop moment once a week. Uh, sorry, once a month. I think what I'm probably going to do is I'll probably just watch all of January in one sitting. I think I'll just binge watch it that way because I don't think people are providing spoilers. I don't listen to as many podcasts as I used to, but I haven't really heard people talking about Level Up. Um, for me, I love it. I, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I love all those characters that are on there. And having watched NXT the other day, I realized there is that crossover there as well. But yeah, Level Up, that's it. And Ivy Knight, is it Ivy Knight? I think that's her name, her in particular. Level Up, Graham, is designed to be that stepping stone from, from the Performance Center to NXT. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it and it works. It really mm -hmm. does work. It was the brainchild of HBK. Um, HBK, uh, obviously, um, 205 Live, it, it, it was no longer serving its purpose. So they basically just repurposed it into Level Up. And, well, here we are. Uh, let's not forget NXT had been rebranded twice this year. Yeah, um, NXT to NXT 2.0, and well, uh, now it's NXT again. Just NXT, Thankfully. and with and it's 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 fine. 
It's fine. Leave it alone now. Let it go on with it. Let let HBK get on with it. You know, he's doing fine. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's it's good seeing those shows because you you see people you never seen before, and it's it's amazing. You 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 uh, could always find something good. The thing that I'd missed, because eventually I did get to the Roxanne Perez match on her debut, and I was I was like, I'm gonna watch this because I know I enjoyed it the first time. The thing that I missed was her opponent. Her opponent was the notorious Mimi, who I have seen on the indies, but I did not recognize her at all because they'd obviously repackaged her, um, gave her a totally different name. And on the indies, she used to come out with wings. Um, and she didn't have those for a WWE thing as well. So there was little things like that that I picked up. Now, I was curious. And I don't know if you know the answer to this. I feel like we've talked about this multiple times, but I don't remember what the answer is. So I didn't recognize Notorious Mimi because they changed the name. Um, I could figure out that Roxanne Perez was Roxy. That wasn't that difficult to do. Um, I know this is a name that's not very popular. Melissa, if you're listening, I apologize. Um, how is it Josh Briggs is still Josh Briggs? Why haven't they given him a different name? He, he did appear. Like, I can't think of another person. They do that to everybody. They always change their names. How is Josh Briggs Josh Briggs? You would have thought, if anything, they would have wanted to change that name because there'd be certain people who would go, oh, that's that evil bleep or whatever. Um, hmm. um, pass, Graham. Okay. I can't answer that question. All right. That was my unsure moment. And uh, I was, as I was watching it, I was like, isn't that weird that he's still Josh Briggs? Hmm. All right. All right. No. Talk Everyone else has changed. You mentioned Graham, by the way, and this is um, just a, it's a, it's it's a bad cop moment, but it's attached to your good cop moment here. You mentioned about you're not sure what the wins losses were for um, Ivy there. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. It didn't hit me until someone revealed this. Until someone did a, uh, um, a there's a guy on on YouTube called um, Christian Miracle. Um, he talks about he, he sins all the WWE AEW events. Well, he did. AEW literally uh, copyright claimed every anything he does because he can't. Tony Khan wanted anything negative about AEW be on YouTube at all, even oh, if they mention not, not anything. If you just like you and me talking like this negatively, it would be cut from YouTube. It'd be it's copyright claimed on YouTube. Hmm. Yeah. So, but. He um, it's a bit probably all been taken now, but one of the biggest problems he had with AEW was wins losses are going to count, and they're going to and it didn't click until he said it. Wins and losses are going to count. It's been scrapped now. That that thing, by the way, that that is now scratched. It has. Okay. Well, yeah, I, thought I saw that. When's yeah, it coming it, out? Oh, okay, they're completely scrapped it now. They completely scrapped the fact that wins losses actually matter. Um, this is a predetermined sport still. Oh, okay. You're saying they're not using that phrase anymore, though. But as the people walk out, are they not showing their record for the year anymore? Uh, then? Is that what I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No, but um, um, it's, it's not going to matter um, who um, has what, um, as in sort of thing, because obviously this is a it, they want to have a more um, um, like shoot feel to it. And yet, it's still a predetermined event. You can't have it both ways. Um, and it didn't click. And it's, but it's, back, it's a backup moment on me, slightly, because I'm like, it didn't click for me for nearly three years. <laughs> <laughs> so that's bad on me for that side of things. But he had a point on that side of things. You can't have it both ways with that side of things. You know, it, it is what it is. Right. I'm going to try and wrap up my speech as fast as I can, Graham. But I've got a bit to talk about. 
Okay. okay. The first ever pit black match has been advertised for Royal Rumble, apparently. Not sure what that entails exactly. It's meant to be to do it's meant to be linked to a new drink or something. It's like they're promoting it part of the thing. Um, but a pitch black match, apparently it's LA Knight with Bray Wyatt. Which probably means it's gonna be like it's gonna be like infrared camera or something, so we can see what's happening, sort of thing. It's a Bray Wyatt, so that's fine. Uh looking forward to seeing what happens. I like new things, so I'll give it a try. WWE have trademarked several interesting have inter- these following things have been trademarked. All heart, all in has been what? Say that again. WWE have trademarked this phrase. All heart, all in. Okay. Inspire the impossible. From dreams to destiny. Desire, determination, destiny. And where the stars align. They have all been copyrighted and trademarked by WWE. Hmm. This um, one sounded very AEW-ish. It does. I, to repeat it. I was like, hold on, did I hear you right? You did hear me right, yes. Um, It's not known yet exactly what they're doing for. Um. They normally trademark like new ring names, show names, and factions and things. Um, but these don't these sound very much like the catchphrases they're ready to print on merch, don't they? Yeah. I can't help but wonder if maybe one of them is gonna be the whole new thing like Ven now forever sort of thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what they do that. But the one with the three parts definitely sounded like that, yeah. Yeah, um, this last thing though, which sounds to me is something about is obviously as this goes out on Sunday today, Shinsuke Nakamura is facing the Great Muta. Oh, who we, who we of course saw at WrestleMania weekend, Graham, at the Madison Square Garden. Were you awake for that? Yes, Graham, I marked out to it. Okay, <laughs> so um, now Great that Muta would have been unfortunate if you'd have been asleep and missed that. Great Muta is always doing his big farewell tour, yeah. Um, yeah. and he's chosen Shinsuke Nakamura, which is why he's not been on TV recently. You know, he's been doing primaries and things in Japan. Yeah. Um, I must admit, this a little statement come from Shinsuke, and this is I apologize if any of it is a bit for a translator because it's in Japanese. So do bear with me here, okay? <clears throat> when he was asked about it, about doing this. With, with Muta, he said, and I quote, <clears throat> it was something that would never have happened under the previous structure of WWE. Vince stepped down in the summer and I was advised by people within the company that it might be possible now. Even so, I thought it would be difficult, but I spoke directly to Triple H. When the decision was actually made, I was shaken. There was a big change in the WWE between when Muta announced his retirement and when the match was decided. Vince, who was a symbol of everything, was retired. And that was something that no one could believe. Everything changed in America when the top changes. At that time, there was a feeling that many things would change in the future. One of the changes that occurred to me was this. The fact that no became a yes gave me a hell of a boost for my career. She's going to come around. One of the finest athletes... um, W's ever had the privilege to sign. 
and obviously the Japanese legend. Um, Nakamura versus Muta, that sells a pay per view on its own. Uh, Matter people who are going to buy that, come on, it'd be, be stupid not to, wouldn't you? Um, in the build up to Wrestle Kingdom as well, which is literally, on, I believe it's on the 4th um, of January. So, yeah, um, I dare say it will be getting a lot of views. But yeah, think about it, Graham. There's no way Vince would have allowed this. No, no chance. And yeah, he let mainly because he let Jericho do stuff in Japan, and then Jericho buggled AEW, didn't he? After that, so he probably definitely elections going to do it at the time. Triple H knows keep your keep your keep your wrestlers happy. Let them do the special things, and they'll be very happy to stay with you. Now, I meant to ask you something before we started oh, recording wow. this, and I totally forgot. But if I spoil a moment for later, I apologize. I meant to do it in the intro. Um, the last time we recorded a proper wrestling episode, not like our little Christmas chat there. Yeah. And we obviously talked about Mandy Rose quite a little bit. Um, yeah. Did you, are you going to mention her later? Because if no. you are, I will stop talking. No. Um, did you see reports then? Her business advisor or her manager or whatever it is, um, apparently, she made five hundred thousand um, dollars in the first ten days after she was released from WWE. Good for uh, her. Yeah, I'm gonna say. So you can see, obviously, she knew how the. Like I said, I said last time, I don't think she's concerned by this. She was obviously doing well out of it. Um, five hundred thousand for ten days. I do not know what her salary was. I was too lazy to look it up, but I'm guessing guessing it wasn't five hundred thousand for ten days. Probably not. Um... I will say, um, I ha- that is why I have no sympathy for her. Few people who had sympathy for her getting fired, I have no sympathy for her at all. Um, I don't think she I'm, cared. I stick with it. I don't no, think she cared. And I get, and I get that. I get that. There are some people in the industry who, and whether you, I don't care if you're the most diehard AW fan in the world, okay. The pinnacle of this business, which we love and we and we watch, the pinnacle is WrestleMania, which is WWE. Okay, growing up, everyone wanted the rest of WWE. People coming through now wanted WWE because Vince the fucked off. Okay, now where what this all shows is that Mandy, Mandy was using the real stepping stone to try and get further in life. I'm glad she's gone. Graham. What do you mean by that? Because it means that somebody that she wants to be there can have her spot. Oh, okay. If she doesn't want to be there, good. Fuck off, get your tits out. I don't I don't think she ever said she didn't want to be there. She could well, she could have said, hey, look, can you release me from my contract? Like I'm not happy, blah blah blah. blah. Graham, Graham. By doing this, that's exactly what she did. I, I don't, I don't agree with that. If she didn't want, if they would have signed a contract, NXT champion at that time, though, yeah, she would have. Yeah, and you don't think if if they were going, hey, we're going to keep you in that title position for a few more months, she would have been like, she would have been like, no, nah, I'm not really interested in that. I don't. I've got other things planned. I, 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 I don't. They might have had her not lose to Roxy. Oh, we that wasn't planned. No, the original plan was Roxy was going to lose that. That was a yeah. last-minute change once they once the news had yeah. broken. But okay, so so Mandy was at the top, was at the pinnacle of the company of the brand for sure. They'd done a great job doing that. They had this record-breaking title ring for her. Uh-huh. 
And then all these fans who had been behind her, she pissed all over it, Graham. Oh, I, I'm saying this for two oh, wrestling episodes. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Graham. I don't know what you want me to say here, but the fact that I'm glad the bitch is gone. Okay, I I don't think she pissed. I know you're I'm sorry. About the get, I'm sorry to anyone who does this for a living or anyone like that, but she got her tits out and she would rather do that and make 500 grand than perform in the wrestling ring, which is what her fans in the wrestling business wanted her to do. She can go to an AEW by all means, but for me, she can fuck off. She's dead to me. I have a feeling some of her fans wanted her to do both. You can't do both, Graham, when you're working for a PG company. So if she works for AEW and they... What do you think? That's... What do you think, AEW? Do you think they would tolerate that? They'd obviously tolerate her having a separate page, but would they tolerate her doing that same level of material? I don't know, Graham. I don't know. Maybe we have to climb the mountain and ask Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we even got to that. It is a little... I don't think we even got to the hip, hypocritical side of this, though. I know it's probably more 20 years ago what some of the female wrestlers were doing, but hey, it's... I don't it, know. It was a different time. It wasn't a PG company. It wasn't in their contracts, game. She violated her contract. She deserved to be fired. Oh, I, I... I understand that side of it. I, I totally understand that side of it. I still think we're coming at it from totally different angles. But hey, I want to... I wanted to mention it, and it was good to get you wound up. Now I know. Uh, now I know we got a different touching point there. We don't just have to insult Finn Balor's abs. We've got some other ways to to get to you now as well. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think there's any time for my speed check. <laughs> yeah, it is because I've not got much in the back up. So go ahead. Twelve minutes long. Um, I'm going to finally, as it's the last show of the year, I'm going to finally talk about something I kept pushing back, pushing back, pushing back. Yeah, um, please several do. months ago, when I was looking on Peacock for something to watch, um, I came across Young Rock again. I hadn't watched, I'd watched the first episode, part of the second episode, that was as far as it got. And kind of same thing, I just did like a marathon watch of it, and I, I loved it, Matt. Um, I didn't realize there was three seasons of that show now, so I worked my way through it. I think the incredible thing from my perspective was, I didn't realize, but it wasn't until like halfway through season two, they actually focus on The Rock's wrestling career. All the stuff before that was his uh, younger life. So I, I thought they did. A, I thought they did a great job of it. Um, really entertaining. I love particularly once they had those characters, and obviously people had to pretend to be significant figures like your Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker, etc., etc., etc. And uh, one scene that I particularly liked, and this is why the UTT people were going to get a mention as well for this one, um, was one scene that really that made me laugh so much was um, Macho Man Randy Savage. Um, appearing in Kmart like he did the opening for the shop and blah 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 and then days later he's in the store trying to sell stuff and they're like um, what are you doing and they're like and when you, you know we're not paying you for this right and he just wanted to be there and he's just being his generally loud self and then a few days later the UTT people um, they did a whole show based on um, a QVC uh, for wrestling products and it just got me I was like oh my gosh he was exactly like that he just wanted to I don't know. Um, his whole character was just totally over the top. And um, I guess he just liked entertaining people. And um, shopping was one way you could do that. And that was one way you could connect with people. And um, also with um, The Rock as well, I saw on, I think it was the first day of uh, Winter Break, actually, um, I saw Black Adam. I'm not a big fan, particularly of Marvel films in general, I'll be honest. Um, but I was like, oh, I'll try it. It's The Rock. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought, oh, this is pretty good. And then news dropped like a couple of days later. Yeah, they're not making any more of those. So like, oh, well. But 
for the show for the film that itself i i, I enjoyed it and um yeah i've enjoyed a lot of the rock in the last uh, few weeks or so outside of the wrestling ring i am um, that was closer than 90 seconds i i am absolutely blown away graham that you uh that you've actually watched any superhero films and we finally get to watch one graham I actually watched watch one of the worst ones. Jeez. You watched DC, well, Marvel, Graham. Really? Okay. But 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 on that oh, note, was it, oh, was, oh, was that a DC film? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was Marvel. No, it's DC. <laughs> so I just pissed off a ton of people who nerds. <laughs> yeah, it's DC, Graham. It's, that's nothing that about it. DC's way. Marvel sucks. <laughs> Resisting urge to mute. Resisting <laughs> um, unintentionally offending D- people without even trying. DC can't catch. To be fair, they can't seem to catch a break. As soon as they get something lined up, a good film or something lined up, something comes along to torpedo it. And in the case of um, uh, the Flash, obviously the star of that film, um, yeah, it's all very, yeah. it's all very, it's all very messy. Benjamin Banks um, can give you more of that, of course, on his show. Um, yep. No, not Benjamin Banks. It's a good, good place for all your uh, comic book needs, guys. Check him out for that. <sighs> right. I've got a lot of bad cop, Graham, but let's get to it, shall we? Do it. Good. Bad. All right. You're up. What you got? Right. Um. But, right. The... I, it's trying to find something that stood out, and the main thing was the rough weather, um, which, which is terrible. <laughs> That's the main wrestling moment. Well, awesome. yes, well, yeah, it, because when they um they started uh, doing shows from this past uh, Monday, uh, Raw was not live this week. Graham. It was not. It was not. Um, but but WWE was still was still performing. They were at Madison Square Garden. And they've been wrestling all week long, right through to tonight as we're recording in Columbus, Ohio. Uh-huh. Uh, they're right. They've literally started. They've literally gone to where you are, Graham. Um, where you where you were, Graham, yeah. more or less, about a, a few days ago. Um, yeah, but the weather's been so bad that um, uh, Seth and Becky couldn't get to the show. Their their bus broke down in the snow. Um, several people couldn't make it as well. They had to completely scrap certain uh, matches. Um, it, it's been really bad. Um, they had to completely rip up cards and change things around. Had people who sh- they had to do different sort of tag matches and all sorts. It's been very, very, it's been very odd. Credit to everyone for being professional about things and getting things done. And obviously, cards to change. We all know this with wrestling events. I know it firsthand from CXW when I had to change multiple times because of the strike action. I mean, I was, I will say that there's no way I would have been on commentary for the whole of CXW if it hadn't been for a strikes because the normal people doing it couldn't get it because of strike action. So if, in general, the weather has been... And you made the most of, of your opportunity. For sure. but And other people, no doubt, would have done the same for WWE and other shows, of course. Let's not forget about the indie shows who, who were trying to put on events mm-hmm. um, throughout that weather as well. Sure. Terrible weather to be putting on um, everything. All I can say is be glad that we're not locked down anymore and we have to do it outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Because <laughs> part of my language, but fuck that shit. <laughs> I've, I've, I remember seeing, oh, oh, the, uh, back in the, uh, I believe, oh, I can't remember, maybe in Savage or, I think it was Savage or Jeff Jarrett was telling the story once that they were wrestling, um, at, doing some kind of promotional thing, and they were wrestling in a car park of like this. Um, car lot, you know, they had rings up and everything, but the ring had been put up about eight in the morning, and they went out to rest about about one two o'clock in the afternoon, and Frozen. apparently the the the, the, the uh, mat apparently it was on fire at that point, pretty much. Um, I would not apparently they they would did they did everything they could to not wrestle landing on their backs. Problem is, is that one of the most common things to do, of course, is the arm drag, of course. Play back first onto that, onto that. Not fun, not fun at all. So extreme heat and extreme cold can have effect in the outside. So we should be quite grateful that at least they had to wrestle indoors. Um, but yeah, whether whether uh, the uh, uh, bomb cyclone, I think they called it. Um, I think they called it a bomb cyclone here in the UK. Um, yeah, it uh, it caused a lot of issues, but uh, the shows did go on. So that's one good thing out of it. A bad cop, because, uh, yeah, it's been bad. You mean a bit melodramatic, though? These are just house shows, right? It's not, it doesn't matter if the, there's no story. No, no one's going, oh, hold on a second. I saw this on TV the other day. That doesn't follow on. It, I, I looked at one of the house shows from yesterday. Um, I think it said Bray Wyatt fought Jinder Mahal. And I was like, Jinder Mahal? Yeah. I was like, oh, I haven't seen him in a long time. In fact, I actually went back and looked. He's only won one match in the last uh, 13 months. Uh, but no, they put up different combinations together. Like the Bloodline lost as well, because it's a house show. It doesn't matter. You're rolling through town. Of you just want to see the big names. It's it's not quite the of, same. Of course. But it's... Do you want to, to see... drag their ass out of catering and put their well, leotard on for a match? Would you mean? would you rather watch a night or would you rather watch Jinder Mahal versus Bray? <laughs> I no, no that's a slightly biased. I'm slightly biased. No offense, on that one, but... no offense to Jinder Mahal. He's a great wrestler. He really is a good wrestler. He's Don't really the Jinder. But it's not. It's not. If if a car that was advertised and you want and you wanted Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, they weren't there. It Becky was, was there last night, I thought. Yeah, but, yeah, but you're they missed one of the shows. Oh, sure. no, okay. I looked, at, I looked through some of their house shows. Um, I, I can't remember for what reason, but the cards looked shows, kind of know. kind of fun. I was like, oh yeah, that, that looks like a good match. That would be fun for a house show. We did. I say the good, the only good part of it, of course, is that we did get to see some stuff we'd never seen before. So that's a good thing in a way. But it, given how deadly the storms are, it could be much worse, I guess. So yeah, we'll take we'll take it. Um, let's just hope that Rumble, um, it's not quite a bad, shall we? Where is that this year? Um, uh, it's San Antonio. Ooh, I thought I found a wrestling fact you didn't know for a second. There, I was about to. I was, that I was, in my diary. I at the Alamo Dome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, Alamo like, was one of the worst <laughs> tourist attractions ever. I remember driving like three hours, four hours with somebody who was very excited to show me, and I was like, but after about twenty minutes or fifteen minutes, like Here we go. It's like terrible. I was not impressed. Well, with it. Animal, who's, is, Perhaps is, I need my, to revisit. Perhaps I need to. It's revisit. one of the biggest war crimes in American history. <laughs> 
yeah, as a tourist location, I, I was not impressed at all. It's not right. a good one. No, no. Um, my main bad cop moment of the week yeah. is um, I was using my Fight Plus subscription. They actually had something really good. The 12 Days of Christmas, they had like a 12 Days of Wrestling. And on each of the 12 days, they actually had some major event that they were going to show. And it was, it was things that were eye-popping to me that caught my eye and some that I need to go back and watch because I just didn't get the chance to catch them live, but I'm going to watch them on repeat. Um, one that I saw was, I was like, this might be kind of interesting. Let me check out the roast of Ric Flair. So I'm assuming this was leading up to the, the final match. And I was like, I like roasts. Roasts are kind of funny. I don't know if you really have them in England. I don't really remember them. I don't know if it's just because they weren't really a thing when I was in England and they are now. But yeah, they have them on Comedy Central here. They're normally a good laugh. Yeah, me, yeah. Both yeah, bad, yeah. You, you poke fun at the celebrities. Everyone has a good laugh out of them. Um, it's all normally in good spirits, unless you've got something like Ann Coulter on who everyone's just really mean to her. Uh, but normally they're kind of fun. I was like, with wrestling characters, they've obviously got some stories you can tell as well. Um, it was three hours as well. Like, I think the ones on Comedy Central like an hour. I guess they edit them down, and I guess this one they didn't edit down. Um it was not the greatest three hours, Matt, I'll be honest with you. Um, the highlights from it were, and th these would be the good cop moments, were the people who went off script and said, I'm not going to say anything mean because I'm not like that. Um, Diamond Dallas Page is one of those people. He's very positive. And he's like, look, I'm positive. I'm not here to shoot down on different people. I'm not going to do that. And he just talked positively. And that's what it should have been. It should have been a tribute to Ric Flair. That's what it should have been. People could have told the things that they loved about Rick, and that would have been for three hours. I think people still would have really enjoyed that show. Um, some of the people who were on there, Rick's favorite hockey player was on there, who I have no idea who it was. He had no idea how to deliver a roast at all. Uh, it was uh, very awkward, shall we say. Thankfully, he cut it short. He shook Rick's hand and sat down, and a few of the comedians really mocked him for doing such a bad job. But I don't think that was his fault. He should never have been asked to be put in that position in the first place. Um, the other person who turned the script was uh, Bully Ray. He said, the one thing we learned in ECW is if everybody goes left, we go right. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do any, I'm not going to say any bad stuff. I just want to talk positively. And Ric Flair had tears in his eyes listening to the stories from Bully Ray. For me, those were the highlights of it. And that's why I watched the full three hours in the end. There were little bits in there that were good enough to keep me going. But as a whole, for a roast, it was pretty poor. There's no reason for ever, anyone to ever do that again. Um, if you're, like I said, just do a tribute. I would have quite happily listened to three hours of stories um, on Ric Flair, and it would have been perfectly fine. But um, as a roast, it didn't really work, I'm afraid. The last time we had a roast on <laughs> Wrestling Ground, it did not go well. Oh my gosh, the one on WrestleMania weekend. I'd forgotten about yeah. that. <laughs> um, <-friendly> yeah. <laughs> that was not a family friendly show, bro. I don't care what the fuck it was happened. supposed to be. Um, <laughs> it was not, though, was it? It, no, was, it was not. It, no, was not. it was brutal, but it was in general quite yeah. graphic in places. Yeah, um, that was as awkward as that one. I'd forgotten about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, to be fair, a roast is a roast, is a roast Graham. It's just, um, problem is, Graham, is that I have seen enough tributes to Rick fucking Flair to last me a lifetime since 2008. Bitch, just say retired and not go back and do for one more thing. 
that was one of the common themes of a roast in the fact that you really think this is going to be his last match. You know for sure. Or like, how many of you have been to the last 10 last matches and things like that? So they were poking fun at him for that. I think my problem was, the, obviously there was a lot of wrestlers there because it was a wrestler. Wrestlers are very good at improvisational skills and cutting promos and stuff. They're not great roasters, though, unfortunately. The comedians who were there were much better. But, yeah, it, the whole premise yeah. was just... It just wasn't set up. The, the idea of a roast in general, I think, is perfectly fine. And I think if they'd have had all roasters in there, it would probably would have worked. But when you're having wrestlers of roasters, it, it, it didn't work. Uh, not for not me, anyway. I've not, heard, I've not heard anyone else talk about it, so I was like, ah, I'll talk about it. Because I know you, I'm, you probably haven't seen it, I'm guessing. No, no interesting thing either. Um... <laughs> Graham, to be fair, after Dark Soldering, Graham, I don't think anything needs to be said after that point. That's really easy. He, um, we, we that, know, that didn't really that. come up too much, not surprisingly. <laughs> no, um, the pride, I actually quite surprised about that, Graham, to be brutally honest. Because I would have made that my frontline and centre, Graham, to be brutally honest, because that's a great thing to roast him on. Mm-hmm. Um, give, me, give me give me, half an hour, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll just get a roast, roast jokes. I can assume roast that piece of shit for. Anyway, I wish I'd um, written down. There were some really good lines. I should have written down some of the better ones, but I didn't think to do it. You're a good guy, but it's all good. But all right, speed check. If you could keep it under 12 minutes this time, I'd appreciate it. I will do my best, Graham. Um allegedly <laughs> the WrestleMania main events have been leaked. Oh, okay. Now I want your opinion, Graham, on on the matches, okay. Night one, WWE Championship. Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. Neither of them are champion right now, okay. Exactly. Or Cody Rhodes. Not champion either. Night He's two. Going back into the Royal Rumble, isn't he? Isn't he going to win the Royal Rumble? That's not what you said. Night two. Oh, sorry. Roman Reigns. My opinion then didn't. <laughs> The reason why, Graham, I'll, I'll come to it in a moment. Oh, okay. Roman Reigns versus To Be Determined. Ah, so that would be the winner of the Royal Rumble, then you would assume. If The Rock can't do the show, then the plan is for Cody Rhodes to face Roman. Okay. Non-title. Why? Well, that's a definite bad comment. That makes no sense. The plan is apparently. Going into the summer for next year, for titles to be split again. Good. And it should be. Good. But apparently, Roman... So how are you doing that with a non-title match? Oh, you're saying he's going to lose the championship? He's going to lose the championship before Mania. Yes. How's how's this a bad cop moment? I'm so bored with that title run. I'm saying bad cop because... Oh, because it got leaked. It's got leaked for one thing. If it is the case, I don't know how true that is. I would be, I would love Seth versus Cody. And Seth versus Drew versus Cody. Triple threat. Oh, okay. yes, please. I'd love that at WrestleMania because they've all got, they've all, they all deserve to be champion, in my personal opinion. Um, I'm sorry, you like it, Cody Rhodes now? They all deserve to be champion, Graham. Okay. I've always. Answer I, the question. I've always respected the man. <laughs> I haven't always liked the man. Okay. Hmm. The fact of the matter is, is that one can't argue he certainly had quite the reception we came back to WWE. Um, 
And to so be he fair, was, hold on, let me just summarize it. So he was good when he was on WWE, but then when he went no, no, to no, AEW, I didn't like him, he was I didn't... bad, and then now he's back I on WWE. He's good. Huh. Uh, there's a pattern there somewhere. I just can't quite figure it out. If I figure it out, I'll let you know. Okay. No, Graham. That's gonna I'm keep saying me awake we... tonight. I'm not. I won't sleep tonight trying to solve that conundrum. He was perfectly fine being on AEW. Okay, he was perfectly yeah, fine on AEW. Week in and week out. I being a character, Graham. Okay, taking it <laughs> <up> one... <laughs> that was nothing to do with entertainment purposes. Taking it to one side, Graham. I can't argue with all the good that Cody Rhodes did because. Cody Rhodes did help build that brand, okay? No question about it at all. It's so big of you to, to admit that now he's left AEW. There are reasons why he left AEW, clearly, though, Graham. He yeah. helped build that house, then he What's left going, it. Well, part of the reason was something about that he wanted to be part of the documentary that WWE was making for his dad. Has anything happened with that? I haven't heard anything since. I, Unless well, it's been filmed. Well, it very well could be Graham. I mean, hey, actually, it'd be the perfect time for him to help on that project while he's out injured. You would think maybe he was Graham. Maybe he was. Yeah. But my question for you, Graham, is apparently Rock has until the week before the Rumble to tell them if he's going to work WrestleMania or not. Uh huh. The question is, um, shouldn't they have this locked in already? In your opinion? In my opinion? If you went for those long-term storylines, you kind of we wouldn't give you much time to uh, pivot, would it? If it wasn't going to happen, but I mean, I've got you be able to. I would like to think you have more than one line of attack, and then you could always take a slightly different line depending on how people react Mm -hmm. to it. But yeah, I mean, the fact that they've got Cody, Drew, Seth—they've got all these big guns. Yeah, whom have unfinished business with Roman. Well, Cody. I don't really want to be a bit Roman, but the fact that he's quote the hot property at the moment, you know, when he was got injured at the top of his popularity curve in WWE for sure. I just noticed as well, Graham. I just noticed there is a WWE Championship. There's no mention of Universal there at all. Because he's still well. It's for not. Hold on, didn't say non-title or something. There's no title involved for Roman. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's... Which means maybe the Universal Championship is going to be someone else's. Could be. Um, I could understand why you'd give you'd leave the decision for Rock as late as possible because if you can get Rock versus Roman, that's huge. That would be the perfect end to that storyline, or to or to push it on again a bit further. I don't know. However, I'd, you'd I'd, I'd like to point out, Graham, that it would be a WrestleMania main event with two part timers. Which would be a first? Which would be a first? I don't exactly say Roman's a part timer. He does a lot of talking. Yeah, every week, is he, Graham? He doesn't wrestle every week, no, but. But he doesn't show up every week either now, Graham. No, he doesn't. But he's not as bad as. He's, he's a... I, I guess I'm thinking of so... talking part timer. I'm thinking about Brock when he was title holder and he would go months without showing up and it was just ridiculous. You do this see him. True, yeah. You do see Roman with part of the Bloodline story. so. But yes, he's not always having singles matches, that's for sure. He'll have a tag team match in there. So This is true. Um, yeah, but so yeah, bad cop for, if it is true, whoever leaked it, jog on your dick. I mean, we, we knew that Roman against Rock was one of the obvious ones to go over there, but we didn't know about, about night one. And if that is the case, then yay. But oh, you've ruined something a lot. One of the things I've liked about Triple H being in charge is the surprise factor being back in WWE. You know? So if someone has spoiled that, then you're a dick. 
I really don't care about spoilers that much. I'm still going to watch know, it. I know, but I it. like living in the moment, Graham. Like I enjoyed when the Hardys appeared and people didn't know about it. Like I enjoyed that, but the irony, the, the amount of irony, Graham, of when I, I'm, I'm aware. I feel like I'm harping when I was sitting at that announce table for CXW. I didn't know what was happening. Get the man to my left knew yeah. every single thing that was going to be happening. Of course. The yeah. irony of having that and being able to live in that bubble and not know what's going to happen. I I loved it. I loved it. Well, that's what uh, the pro. That's what the pros do. Like a lot of the commentators, like don't tell me. I don't want to know. I just want to call Booker it. Booker T like, knows and ruined it every fucking time. Booker T should be fired. Hashtag sack Booker T. I actually enjoyed Booker T on uh, NXT this week. And the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> What's your bad cup of check? Um, a couple of things. Um, I should have watched this a long time ago, and I forgot. We sat down in the in the in-laws' household and put the television on in the early one morning. Jackson's got control. He puts Netflix on. Floor is lava. I was like, oh, put the Orange Cassidy episode on. I totally forgot to watch it. Um, it wasn't that good. <laughs> it really wasn't that good. Um, I guess I can give spoilers at this point. They didn't win. Um. There was a nice moment when Orange slipped into the lava and as he was going down, he did his thumbs up. But overall, it wasn't very good, Matt, I'll be honest. A um, couple of things on the level up that I don't like. Um, I have the commercials part of Peacock because I was a cheapskate and paid 99 cents for the whole year, I think it was. Yep. Um, but the commercials are fixed to what was relevant at the time. I thought all commercials now were like tailored to your personal whatever it was. So they're, they're, they advertising, thing, yeah. they're advertising events that have already happened, which is kind of interesting. But at the same time, it's like, just give me a current one. Tell me what show is coming up next. Don't tell me that you have a show in Des Moines, Iowa in July, because that's already gone. So I was kind of surprised. That, I would have thought WWE would have been a bit smarter than that, and Peacock would have been a bit smarter than that as well. Why build in ads that are fixed and not have ones that are more relevant for your audience? Like, I can't buy a ticket for an event that was from seven months ago. So I didn't like that side of it, I got to admit. But um, that's on, freebie, on freebie, Graham, on, um, on Amazon... Uh, I will watch um, Judge Judy, Judy Justice. I like watching Judy Justice. It's, it's uh-huh. good fun. But they will put adverts which are relevant to me in there, sure. as you say. Yeah. Uh, because they, they have, it's all filled with ads. But that's fine. It's like two, like 25 seconds of your time. It's fine. Yeah. So I'm surprised yeah. they, they don't do that in there. Yeah, for sure. But again, I don't pay for... Uh, I'm not a cheapskate, Graham, so it's fine. I have uh, no problems with uh, the deal that I made. Um, I'm, I, the commercials are nowhere near as bad as what it used to be when you used to have cable over here. Like that was 18 minutes of commercials every hour. This yeah. it's probably four or five minutes. And the fact that it's wrestling related, it's not as bad. Like the fact when they were building up storylines, like coming up on uh, WrestleMania, it's like, oh, okay, oh, yeah, I forgot about it. It was interesting how big of a match they were hyping uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for WrestleMania. I'd actually forgotten that that was even that big of a thing, to be honest. Hmm. I don't know. Sometimes good with to look back on things like that as well. Yeah. All right, now that's what we thought was good and bad. I guess it's time to see what our listeners have thought of in the last 10 days or year or whatever time frame they wanted to use. Let's go to those fan cop moments. Good! Bad! 
All right. Let's see what people said. Matt, I was ignoring you for a little bit at one point because I saw that three people had actually commented within the last hour. So um, nice. We have a few more in there. So let's open up. You forgot with... to put you almost forgot to put a message out, didn't you? Uh, I did. And I was like, oh shoot, I better put this out now before I forget. Um high five Tom. Best cop moment, all the content, laughs, help, and everything in between from all of you that can read this, especially our good cop, bad coppers. Uh, good cop moment, local favorite at Real Sierra, finally getting uh, the title shot. She deserves a AAW Pro this week. Now, I have to admit, when I read High Five Tom, I thought it said Sienna. So I'm not actually sure who at Real Sierra is, actually. So I just realized I misread that because I was speed reading before. All right, I'm clicking on a picture. Um, don't think I recognize that wrestler, actually. Okay. And uh, bad cop moment, I ain't got no time for that. Of course you don't, Tom. Mr. Positive. Mr. I'm gonna say high five. Tom could be like Diamond Dallas Page. It's phenomenal, isn't it? How uh, how positive he is on a regular basis. Going to go to Scottish Juggalo, um, Scottish Danny, our friend in Kent. Um, good <laughs> cop moment. He is from Kent. I know. Not amazing. Despite rumours, WWE Network is still alive in the UK, and we've all had another good year of reliving over things shows and matches in 2022 and watching stuff. Way cheaper than it is on BT box office. Just saying. Um, bad cop moment. Dark side of the ring becoming light side of the ring. It's just not the same anymore since the flare debacle. Ah, and that rises its ugly head again. Um, um, I'm, I'm going to go to the Universal Wrestling Podcast at the UW Pod. A good cop moment. Our silly interview with Jake Hager's hat got covered by Fightful. Nice work, guys. And a bad cop moment. My fantasy football team will likely be in last place this year, which means I'm going to be golfing in a dress. Oh, yeah. There's always those punishments. <laughs> if you Please, can we have team. the pictures? Yes, we Please want Please share the pictures. <laughs> I think that might be, a, might be a bad cop moment for you, but I have a feeling for everybody else in that league, that's definitely a good cop moment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned oh, you... I just realized the league's probably going to end in probably like mid-January as well. Can you imagine how cold it would be playing golf in a dress? <laughs> Woo! That might be a little chilly. Maybe it'll work you a bit better. Also, wear a kilt. Get away with it a bit better, don't worry, mate. It's all good. Right, okay. Go. UTT Rob Graham. Of the year, he says. Yep. Good cop moment. Roman Reigns, Bloodline, SmackDown in general. Can't argue that SmackDown been amazing, especially since a certain crankety old man buggered off. Um, bad cop, CM Punk, the elite situation. It wasn't great. People were talking about the wrong thing at the wrong time for them. And WWF cop moment, uh, Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, can't, yeah. Argue. can't argue with that. Yep. Um, Connor knows soccer at Connor knows footy. Uh, non wrestling good cop moment. All of the wonderful people I've met this past year, content creating, but most of all the wonderful people in the hashtag CWF and the wonderful year of Arsenal football I've been able to witness so far. They'll disappoint me later this year. Um, they're doing very well right now. I'd forgotten they were five points ahead of Manchester City going into the uh, to the World Cup. Yeah, they're doing phenomenally well. And of course, our good cop moments do not have to be wrestling related. We're quite happy to hear those non wrestling related ones as well. Indeed, Graham, absolutely. 
Um, Mr. Dan Griffin at Dan Griffin 21. Good cop moment. Impact have had another very good year with the rise of Josh Alexander, of course. We've uh, obviously a former tag partner of Ethan Page, of course. Yeah. Um, yep. leading the way. Uh, also getting to meet people I've chatted to on here. IRL at Clash of the Castle was the best. Indeed, as mentioned on Bang Bang's Christmas Cracker, yes, there was some uh, talk of copyright infringement there. Um, backup moment Corgan imploding the NWA and having Tyrus as champion, also Vince McMahon in general. <laughs> and uh, Queen of the Indies Tiffany at Loves to Dream 82. Uh, good cop moment, it's Restival Week. Yes, if you're a, a big fan of IWTV. Uh, there is a lot of events leading up to that. So, uh, yeah, go check out that good content. Matt, I have resubscribed to IWTV today uh, so I can That's watch the new long. Wave Pro. Uh, yeah. Actually, one of my bad cop moments, I, this is what I get for not writing stuff down. Um, I watched uh, Mission Pro Wrestling this week, and it was actually yeah. dis- it was disappointing. It was the first one that hasn't really got my attention. Normally, I'm, I've been very positive about them. I've really enjoyed the event. The main event actually featured uh, Janai Kai as well, who's from Washington, D.C., but didn't really grip me this time. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I watched so much wrestling this week, but yeah, um, disappointing, I got to say. But yeah, I was trying to watch. Um, I was like, oh, that subscription runs out in two weeks. Let me see if there's any more Mission Pro before it runs out. But no, I, yeah. I did say I will dip back in again for a month at a time, and that's probably what I'll end up doing. But yeah, I, there's a few things I do want to see. The one at New Year's Eve, actually, um, at Beyond Wrestling, that's always a good event. So I will I will be trying to, perhaps not live, but um, I'll be probably watching it the day after. Well, that may be disappointing, Graham, but what was not disappointing was all of our amazing fans this past year. Thank you for all the fan club members this year. We look forward to hearing from you again throughout the whole of 2023. Graham, shall we uh, head now to a very special open agenda because it's time for the yearly goodies to be handed out. Good! Bad! Before we get to your open agenda, I want to do my open agenda. I want to take you back to WrestleMania. I want to take you back to the Eagle Hall, I think it was. Uh, I want to take you back to the day when we had two events. So we had one in the early afternoon, I think it was, and then one in the late afternoon. And what did we do in between those two events? You bitched. You told me to stop bitching about about (laughs) how to walk up a hill. All right, perfect. So you remember exactly why we were talking. All right, and why did we walk up that hill? Where did we head to? Blimpy. Blimpy, okay. Um, Approximately, how much was the sub that we purchased from Blimpy, would you say? Now, and New York now is normally a little bit more expensive than New York. $8? Something like that. Now, I do remember Subway, and I'm, I'm obviously dating myself here, and this is an old man rant right now. Um, I do remember Subway having like the, you could get a sub for like $5, 12-inch. Like you could get the, they would be like the sub of the week or something like that. <laughs> Are you showing me Subway right now? Perfect. I had tonight for dinner. Perfect. Um, and then it went up to like six dollars or something like that. And I always, yeah. of course, being the cheapskate, whatever was the sub of the day, that's what I had. <laughs> like I was like, ah, it's, they're all good anyway, and you can personalize it with your toppings anyway. So who cares which one it is? No, this is it. Um, yeah. As I was driving back from Ohio, um, I stopped. I was like, I was like, I, I don't know, I want, I want a subway. Um, I knew there was one where I was going to anyway, so I pulled in. The cheapest twelve-inch sub that was available after tax was over ten dollars. Now I was like. <laughs> Oh, um, I know there's inflation and stuff, but oh my God, it's getting pricey. However, the number three, the beast, I think it was called. Oh my God, it was good. Um, I think it was steak and there was onions and peppers and then all my toppings on top. 
<sighs> but yeah, price of subs was my very short open agenda. But I was like, I do not remember subs suddenly going up from six dollars to I think my well, sub was eleven dollars. So I was like, Woof. I had a foot long big brick witch and uh-huh. it was nine pounds. So that'd be over ten dollars as well, then. Yeah. Yeah. That all right. Good. All right. Oh, I did good. The- I did the trivial one just so just so yours will be even better now. Go ahead, give us the proper open agenda. Okay, well, I'm wonder- it- oh, before you start, before you start, I I am wondering this time because I've noticed a certain pattern in people you've picked. I am wondering if um, any of your if your pick this year is going to be one a part of the hashtag the seven because everybody else has been so far. I don't know if there's any of them left actually, but all right, well we'll see. Right, well, the Hall of Fame being announced last, Graham, because it always is. Okay, the Goody Award are being oh, handed the out. Hall award ceremony here. Oh, shit, well, I could have got a book look, if I don't know. You're involved, Graham. You so said you were going to do the Hall of Fame. What was that? You need, you need, you need, you need hey, again. Best wrestling podcast of the year goes to Bang Bang Podcast. And he's done a fantastic job this year. Some great new guests on there. And uh, his Christmas crackers, despite being infringing on my copyright, have been amazing. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I just realized, is my clapping even going to make it through? We yeah, mate, that, that, made oh, it that one's okay. That sound effects all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, best non wrestling podcast that I've listened to this year. Much as I could have gone to Mum Can't Cook for Disney Channel original movies, I'm going to go to the Morty and Fitch podcast. Mm. In spite of being given some kind of blacklist from <laughs> taking part in the visions. Okay. I'm surprised yeah. you even heard enough episodes to even make a judgment call on that, to be honest. <laughs> anyway, best wrestling comeback. It's It was tough, actually, because there, there was a couple who made comebacks to wrestling this year. Um, I now had a two, Graham, so you can help me choose between Stone Cold Steve Austin uh-huh. and Soraya. Oh, jeez. Um, well, Austin was only for one match, so we'll, yeah. we'll go with... And we kind of always knew he would have one of those matches at WrestleMania. We never thought we'd see Soraya again, so... I'm, That's I'm true, yeah. So I'm, gonna I'm say happy Soraya. giving it to Soraya, for sure. Plus, uh-huh. Austin, and, it was, it was and one And of... her brother wrestles at CXW as well. I think we have to give it no, to no, Soraya. No, 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 Nephew. Nephew. Oh, apologies. Apologies. Nephew, 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 nephew. Um, breakout wrestler of the year... I'm awarding it to Solo Sokoa. Um, I could look at Sami Zayn, but he's very well established already. Yeah, uh, he yeah. certainly is on fire right now. But yeah. Solo Sokoa, because start of the year he wasn't even in the company, and now he's with the bloodline. So that that's brilliant. And he may, may he return. Shock of the year. Shock of the year. Um, I couldn't decide between Cody Rhodes returning to WWE or Vince resigning. So, Graham, you have to help me here. Which one do you think it should be? I think Vince edges it. I didn't think I'd ever seen him retire. I think it's pretty obviously Vince. Like, that, that was a total shock factor. But, but Cody coming back to Mandy WWE. Mandy Rose could be an honourable mention in that as well. Who was? Oh, Mandy ooh. Rose could be an honourable mention in that. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Now, upset of the year. Upset of the year goes to Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast for beating the Brainbuster boys in a tag <laughs> episode of Devoid Entertainment in March. Yes, I made sure this year. That's right. That's right, Bo. That's that's <laughs> that's right, you guys over there. We kicked your asses. And we want and I would like to have some kind of belt. That now's the marker. Get on it. 
Okay. I was about to launch into a rant at you. I was like, you're an idiot before, I, before I'd heard you because I was listening for the words action and ready. And as soon as I didn't hear the word action, I was about to start insulting you. But I'm glad I, I'm glad I held off. That, that, that's a good thing. In terms of everything, action and ready, absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah, for sure. Right. Now, the good cop, bad cop moment of the year. Uh, because of how much you uh, lost it um, during the, that, in a, in a good way. Excuse me. The Happy Meal incident. <laughs> we had made a Christmas cracker. Um, for me, it is something that stood out to me. Is like when you were actually saying you were going to quit the show there and then go and buy a Happy Meal and hold Jackson the ransom. Really, it, it it stood out for me. Now, good cop, bad cop, guest of year. I'm warning it to two people, and it is going to be shared. Lunatrix and Dennis Farrell. Yeah, <laughs> you did mention on one of the crackers, Lunatrix, best guest ever. Definitely a candidate. Definitely a candidate. She's right up there. She's phenomenal and she's amazing. And Dennis Farrell, oh my God, this is the longest speed check in history <laughs> because he wouldn't let it go. And heckled I called in your own speech. <laughs> I've never been heckled like that before. Graham heckled me every now and again, but not like that. That was oh, amazing. Dennis I is an inspiration for me. I haven't seen that. And I can't wait to have him back on in twenty. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. And now, and, oh, while we're mentioning that, um, the their podcast, um, oh gosh, I forgot what it's called the Wrestling Res- Perspective Wrestling Perspective podcast. Um, they have um promoted some new stuff recently. They've had, got a new image. Um, they kind of rebranded a little bit. There's going to be some new guests, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, go check it out. I think it's at WP underscore Pod. I think that's where it is. But yeah, I, I know I've promoted it from MGB Graham for sure. Yeah, and. As always, the last one we do is the third inductee into the Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast Hall of Fame. Joining the first Hall of Famer, Nishkai, and the second Hall of Famer, his lordship, Mags. Without this man, we would not be here today. God. Into, the Hall of, into the Hall of Fame goes M.G.B. Mason. Hey. Kind of feel like you should have been first, <laughs> but but, like, but nah, too fair. now he's retired. Now he's but retired. This is be, the right time. He, he retired, so yeah, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Um, he got inspired by Nish guy, another Hall of Famer. So it made it, it, all year long. I thought I could put Jackson in, but Mason is retired. Lately. But not only that, but he may stop podcasting, but he is. Well, he's blowing everyone away with how good he is at wrestling and golf and lacrosse. Anything he turns, everything he turns his hand to, it seems. Oh God, my lacrosse! What else did he play, Graham? Chess. <laughs> what can this boy not do? He 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 knows the basics of chess, but that wouldn't be. What can the boy thing. not do? He the guy is gonna be whatever he's had to do in his life. He's gonna do great because he he learned. From a great dad, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna throw up. I keep, I keep praising. I'm glad two. you uh, picked that because it does give me a chance to mention something that I could have easily put in my good cop moments, but I didn't. Sure. Um, I obviously do an alternative Christmas cracker. Yours are normally super short moments, so I normally go totally the opposite way. Like I yes. only do one or two, but I make them kind of long. 
like your six-hour episode with Chad and Diesel one year, or 75 consecutive Devil's Advocates and things like that. And um, with Ryan announcing, announcing that he, there wasn't going to be an episode of The Blade Job this year, he did one yeah. in 2021. Um, it just seemed like an obvious one to go back. And I was very lazy with the editing, I won't lie. I literally... I know, just... Clipped, grabbed, clipped, grabbed, threw them all in. And um, it was so much fun listening back to those episodes. Uh, Mason, obviously, his voice is unrecognizable from what it is now. Uh, but the five hours of him appearing on MGB and JGB um, was just real fun to listen to. And then there was so much material. I did a part two. I didn't, I, even I didn't want to put a 12-hour podcast out. Um, I nearly missed an episode. I was ready to release. And then I suddenly was like, oh, shoot, Ryan was on. I asked him to, I asked you to book Ryan when it was my birthday one year. And I did not have that in. So all the episodes that appeared on Good Cop, Bad Cop, he appeared on three episodes this year. So um, I threw those yeah, in as well. Yeah, made, made a Christmas cracker that, didn't you? Barged in. Yeah, I stole that from... I, I didn't bother looking for the episode. I just stole it straight from your Christmas crack because I knew I didn't have to edit that way. It was, I was being super efficient. Um, but yeah, that came to over seven hours. Uh, Matt, I had a blast listening to those 12 hours again, listening to the early days. At times two as well. Uh, two and a half. <laughs> uh, listening to uh, Mason, listening to Ryan. Um, Mags was in there as well on the, on the episode that you just talked about as well. Um, it was fun to listen to. It, it, it was it, Ryan's always somebody who it's enjoyable to listen to his thoughts. He's always very entertaining. But yeah, just to listen to Mason in those early days. And no, you can you can not uh, induct Jackson at this point because Jackson's podcasting career he hasn't he's not even close yet. He's still got another year and a bit until he's at the point when Mason started podcasting. Like he's so far ahead of where on the same trajectory on the trajectory. Like he has so much more experience already. Um, and JGB this year, he, you could start to see he's starting to come into his own a little bit compared to listening yeah. back to that episode of 205 year old live when he was interviewing trash can hilarious, but in terms of, uh, quality, very poor. Um, whereas on JGB, you can tell now that his, his thoughts are far more collected. He has a lot more insight to offer and, um, yeah, he's, he was, he's really developing. He'll be, a, he'll be a much better podcaster than, uh, than Mason is for sure. His, his Christmas cracker was, was brilliant this year as well. He just wandered off at the end. I, I thought I'd leave you in. <laughs> yep. He went off. The, he wanted to get his music man. You're like, no, nah, we're not doing that. Bye. <laughs> right, Graham. Shall we do the first Devil's Advocates of 2023? Uh, oh, I guess they are, aren't they? I was saying it was the last episode of the year earlier. I got it totally wrong. Hey, let's do it. Let's go for it. My timeline got all messed up. Now, before you do your intro, like I said, I don't really have any notes this time. Um, I took a couple of things, but while I was searching for, while I was trying to find your details on Twitter, um, I suddenly saw in my bookmarks that I actually had um, a devil's advocate as well that I'd forgotten about. So I actually have two wrestling related ones okay. and one non-wrestling related. So if you want, I'll only do one of them, but normally you're game for more. I'm happy to do them both. I've only got one of each for you. Okay. All right. So I'll do my one that I kind of quickly scribbled down, first of all. Oh, I don't have a, a timer for 20 seconds at all. I didn't think about bringing my iPod over today. For the first time in 2023, it's time for Sisters, Brothers, and Non-Binary Others. Welcome to the Devil's Advocate Round for episode 219 of the Good Cop, Bad Cop, Wrestling podcast. This is myself and Graham will throw devil's advocates at each other, which is, of course, a ridiculous statement we do not believe in for 20 seconds. Anyway, believing we are saying stuff which we believe in and not just want to make each other laugh, 
Take out with our devil's advocate, district attorney, our DADA, if you will, at Dying Format on Twitter, Michael Pellegrini. Graham, after you, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm going first because I got two wrestling related ones. So I'll give you my one that I prepared and then I'll find the one that I bookmarked and I'd totally forgotten about. Okay. Okay. All right. The one for me was uh, this week's Raw was the best ever. They should do that every week. Absolutely, Graham. Doing pre-recorded rules, having nothing going, is what you should absolutely do. I don't mind the fact that you've, that you've actually given me longer than needed here, Graham, because I can do it for perfectly the I couldn't find one a stop button. One of the things I was doing before we came on the air, Graham, was I watched the Monday Night Raw after the pandemic started. There was no one there. They filled it in with interviews the whole time. That's what they should do every week. I don't want to see in-ring action on Raw. There you go. It sound like it seemed like such an easy one to say. I was panicking because I forgot to watch Raw. Well, I was traveling, so and then I was like, Oh, shoot, you I better nothing. watch it. You no, I didn't listen. Yeah, you missed the Cody Rhodes interview. That was it. The only thing that I saw, I saw it was a best of. I actually saw, I actually posted last night on the on our feed. Um, there was a video that said the top 10 moments from 2022, so I watched that. That that was certainly fun to watch, and it was also a top, I mean, it probably wasn't a top 10, it was like top, top. Funny moments from W. That was good. Got to see the Johnny Knoxville match again. That would be highly recommended to, to look out for as well. I got the call about on Techers this year, Graham. It was amazing. I'll never mm-hmm. get to that again, probably. That's great. Yep. All right. Now I've located the start button on my iPod. Do you want me to deliver yours? Okay. Wrestling rated one first. <clears throat> yep. After 219 shows, I know I could do a way better job than Matt as a commentator. Well, of course, you need people that, that kind of like the president thing. Like Donald Trump, obviously not a great president, but he relates to the people. People know that he's a bumbling idiot, but they can kind of relate to that. That's more like them. So exactly the same. They're not going to respect you, Max. They know you've got intelligence as a wrestler. They're going to relate more to me as just the casual fan who they're going to make a lot of mistakes, but they're okay with that because they know that they would do exactly the same thing. So obviously I'd be better. Beep, 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 beep. I don't know where my sound's gone on this one, but it was it was perfect for 20 seconds. It was perfect for 20 seconds. All right, let me find... That was a, that was a bit, bit of a softball ground, that one, I think. Yeah, that was a little bit of a... I, I thought I had a nice little twist on there, but... I right. you did you you a fine job, sir. Yeah. All right. The one I want you. I saw this earlier when I was when I was looking through at uh, people's fan cop moments. Uh, this is from at underscore big underscore ben double underscore as far as I can tell. Okay. Okay. All right. His tweet was: Britt Baker has done in one segment to pro wrestling more than Trish Stratus, Lita, and the four horsewomen have ever done their entire careers. She is an actual pro wrestler. Won an actual award. There's a picture of the PWI magazine in the tweet. And is also a doctor. Say otherwise, you're honestly not a wrestling fan, but sports entertainment brainwash. I've got to fed it, yeah? Yep. Brett Baker, of course, is somebody who has done more for wrestling than any of those people who come before her, of course. Uh, let's not forget, of course, that Britt Baker, she has her own segment. She, she has, a, she has like, a waiting room where people can come and talk to her. Okay? They never had anything like that either, Graham. The perfect thing. Rip Baker is better than all of them. I was like, I read the first line. I was like, are you on crack? He just carried on getting worse and worse. Like, she's not even the best. She's not even the best person in that marriage. Like, I don't know. It it was um, a ridiculous tweet. uh, I'd like to point out that despite and despite the fact that her other half is injured, main and wrestle again, sort of thing. She's still not the best wrestler in that marriage. Uh-huh. Oh, 
Well, speaking of marriages, it just made me think of your upcoming marriage. Um, I forgot what my supposedly speed check for Bad Cop was going to be, so I'm going to do it now. You were supposed to remind me as well, because I said I could link it into um, you and Chris. So um, while I was watching the... I don't know yeah. why I didn't think of it as I was talking. One of the other things that came up on those commercials was um, a preview for the uh, WWE YouTube series, uh, Carmelo... Uh, Car Carmelo. Carmella and Corey. Now... Um, were you familiar with that? I think it came out in like February or March this year. Didn't even know it happened. No, I didn't either. And I was like, oh, this is going to be dire. So I was like, I mean, I'll, I'll take one for the team. I'll watch an episode. And then that's my bad cop moment sorted out. It was actually pretty good. I actually kind of liked it. It was uh, far more uh, interesting than I thought it would be. They were both, both very personable. It was kind of interesting to see behind the scenes a little bit. And um, one of the things was they were, she moved to Pittsburgh, which is where I guess Corey grew up. I didn't know that side of it. They're trying to buy houses and they had certain criteria. They needed like, they needed a back garden. They needed somewhere for this. Then there was lots of different things they needed. They needed to be in the city, but one of them was storage space. And um, Carmella, perhaps not surprisingly, needed kind of a lot of storage space. So they walked in one house and it was like, look, there's his and hers um, closets. And she was like, nope, that's too small. So the realtor said, well, how about we make it hers and hers closets? And she's like, nope, still too small. Not going to be enough. Anyway, they did manage to find something. So that was how I was going to link it in then. So you're telling me that Chris was kind of like Carmella uh, with regards plus, to uh, having plus. a lot of... <laughs> Worse, <laughs> worse. I can say that happily. He won't hate me for that. Um, when we moved in, it took more Carlos to, for his stuff than mine, and I had the furniture. <laughs> let, me it, let me put it that way. Let me put it this way. I'm, I am not kidding. Okay, I mentioned on last episode, Graham, that the mother, the mother-in-law's um, energy bill has gone down. Uh -huh. I swear to God, the lights are brighter in the estate around Chris's mum's house since he left uh -huh. because he hasn't, got, he hasn't got 24 games console plugged into the National Grid. Oh, uh -huh. fair. It looks very great for me, out, but RNG build, to be fair. But I'm also, uh, I don't mind because you've got some absolute classics there a Dreamcast, a Mega Drive, a SNES, uh -huh. uh, a Commodore. Um, you know, the classics around the classics. Uh -huh. Yeah. So the show's actually, it wasn't, I thought it was like going to be like a Miz and Mrs. thing. It wasn't. It was all shorts. I think there was only about six episodes. There was only about 10 minutes each. So I watched them at times two. So it was only like a 30 minute investment. Yeah. But it was worth it. But a couple of the comments, like in the trailer, were really weird. Um, they talked about, because they have a, their own podcast, which I didn't realize either. Um, Corey no, mentioned no. the fact that we're going to talk about everything, warts and all. And Carmella's like, ew, warts. I'm like, come on, like not literal warts. Like that's a phrase, right? Warts and all. So her reaction to that was ew. But then the next clip was um, Carmella said, um, this is the first time that Corey and I have worked out together. It shows you them in the gym. And then she goes, huh, except for in the bedroom. It's like, oh, for God's sake. <sighs> it's like bad karma. There was the couple of clips they picked out. I'm sure that they picked them out to try and get entertainment, but they were clear bad karma moments for me. Shocking minute, shocking admission time, Graham, from Matt again. Oh. Um, in my teenagers, I think we all, I think we all had the same sort of thing. Uh, anyone who was doing pull-ups, sort of thing, they weren't exercises; they were sex exercises. <laughs> uh huh. I think everyone, I think everyone called Matt in their head, but I'm just saying it out loud. Oh dear, right. Okay, Graham. What is your uh, what's your um, 
non-wrestling one for me. Oh, non-wrestling one, of course. So, um, last week you told us what your... Oh, sorry, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago you told us what your points would have been for Christmas Vision if you'd appeared on it, okay? Well, two weeks have passed. Obviously, now we've had the holiday period. Some of the things have come up now that you realize you probably omitted. So... This is your line of thinking. So the holiday period has made me realize that I would like to change my picks. And for 12 points, I would have liked to award it to Mrs. Brown's Boys. Mrs. Brown's Boys is a comedy staple in the Kingdom of a fat man in a dress. Uh, we, all can, we, all can, we can all appreciate this, Brian. Uh, it's something which is a brilliant thing to watch all year round. Yes, the reviews were terrible, Brian Ford, but the fans loved it. Time. They did. Seen it yet. Seen it yet. Oh, you're going to watch it? Oh, of course I am. I, I'll watch it. I can't give an opinion. I haven't watched it, can I? That's the worst birthday, or worst Christmas present I've ever been given. My mom came over one year with a DVD. Mrs. <laughs> Brown's Boys. She's like, oh, I thought you would like this. I was like, no. I think I made her take it back. I don't think I even took it. I was like, no, it's terrible. I, just, I was about to say I could sing the whole of that um, theme song, Graham. I will, I will say, Graham, that uh, I meant to say on the uh, on the last episode we did, I actually still know the the entire lyrics to a Toys R Us advert. Oh, go which on, I will Shows do, Graham. The floor which is I will yours. Do, Graham. Some good cop I will do time. it. Graham. I will happily do it, Graham. Just remember, I've got to give you a laugh. I was advocate still. Okay. Okay. I There's a magical place we're on our way there with toys of a million all under one roof. It's called Toys R Us. I remember do the adverts of all the toys that got there advertising at the time. This of Jeffrey's all under one roof. It's called Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Beautiful. Bravo. Encore. Encore. All right. Go ahead. Give me a devil's <laughs> Your laughter, your laughter for me, Graham. Your non-wrestling one is ah, oh dear. It's it's a softball again, Graham. But I'm pretty sure you can do it. I will happily eat a candy cane pizza. Well, obviously, you know, for purposes we mentioned MGB, who doesn't really do his podcast anymore. The only thing we do is YouTube things. We do our little shorts, food reviews. It's an obvious one. We play up on that on Good Cop Bad Cop. We get far more interactions when we do food things. So just for the purposes of getting a few likes and a few cheap clicks here and there, I would definitely eat a candy cane pepperoni pizza or whatever the heck was on it besides candy canes. I can't remember because I post so many ridiculous food takes. I don't remember. It was just candy canes and tomato sauce. Oh, God. That's abysmal. And you said you happily eat it had pineapple on it. No, that was the joke. That of that, of course, that was the cheap joke. Yeah, yeah, it would be okay if it had pineapple. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, how can I miss? How can I not take that? Yeah, it's an obvious one for yeah, it's an obvious one to throw at me. Right, as this is going out, it is Matt. Do you math quickly? Uh, 28 plus. That would be tonight. It is the eighth day of Christmas. As the show is going out, so um, you've got another four days after this, guys. Um, so uh, thank you for listening for whole 2022. Here's to 2023, guys. Gonna be exciting. We're out of here. Boom. Music was. Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed 2022.
under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.